Hey, see you next week. See ya. Take care. RTHK News. It's one o'clock. I'm Barry O'Rourke. The top stories. The financial secretary says Hong Kong must make real progress towards solving its housing problem if it wants to get rid of subdivided flats by 2049. The government is accused of discriminating against young single people when it comes to allocating public housing. And sea, air and rail traffic is shut down across China's east coast as Typhoon Infa approaches. The financial secretary, Paul Chan, says the SAR must make real progress towards solving its housing problem if it wants to get rid of subdivided flats by 2049. He was responding to remarks by senior Beijing official Xia Baolong, who earlier said he hoped Hong Kong would be a vibrant city with no shortage of affordable housing by the time the nation celebrates the 100th anniversary of its founding. Writing on his blog, Mr Chan said complicated procedures had to be simplified to boost long-term land supply, such as through reclamation. Executive Councillor Regina Ip has said amending legislation to boost housing supply should be easier now that LegCo has no opposition. Mrs Ip was speaking after appearing on a radio programme. The government's inability to supply more land was limited not just by the town planning ordinance, but other, at least three or four other statutes, such as the foreshore and seabed ordinance and all that, you know. Uh, but now, now that we have a more efficient legislature, we could help the government to review these legislation and simplify procedures, you know, and shorten the time uh, for land development. Separately, Mrs Ip uh, said there were loopholes in the national security law, for example, covering espionage and official secrets. Although the offences of uh, secession, subversion, local terrorism and collusion with external forces, these offences have been enacted. We still have many loopholes in existing legislation, for example, on protection of official secrets and the offence of espionage, just to give a couple of examples. Uh, so I think we do need to take a good look. Following widespread protests in 2003, legislation proposed by Mrs Ip when she was security minister was shelved. The current administration has said it's preparing new legislation under Article 23. The government has been accused of discriminating against non-elderly single people when it comes to allocating public housing. The Society for Community Organisation interviewed 150 singletons who lived in cage homes or subdivided flats in the past year. It said one-fifth had been in the public housing queue for more than a decade. Some said they could see no end in sight for their wait because older applicants got priority. Soko's Zi Lai Shan says it's unfair to use age as a deciding factor. Age cannot reflect their housing needs, cannot reflect their housing problems. And besides, we can see um, because they can't the age, and then uh, if they, when somebody already queuing up and waiting, but some other people, they are elder than them, but actually they are not elderly, just uh, some age older than them, they will be faster than them and they will be um, put their application be, before them. Mrs C says the authorities should consider going back to its first-come, first-served allocation system. The Centre for Health Protection is expected to announce three new coronavirus cases today, all imported. Yesterday, there were two imported cases. Meanwhile, microbiologist Yun Kwok Young from the University of Hong Kong said most young people shouldn't need to receive a booster shot if they've been vaccinated against COVID-19. But he said this was different for the elderly, whose antibody response to vaccines diminished as they aged. 
Customs officers say they've made three major drug busts this month, seizing 145 kilos of liquid meth, 72 kilos of cocaine and 61 kilos of heroin. The suspected drugs have a street value of about $230 million. Officers said the drugs were discovered in air and sea cargo, as well as in parts of Hong Kong. Sea air and rail traffic has been shut down across China's east coast, with storm Infa expecting to make landfall near the major shipping port of Ningbo late this afternoon. The typhoon's effects were felt this morning in Shanghai, with strong gusts of wind and consistent rainfall. All inbound and outbound flights have been cancelled for the city's two international airports, as have dozens of trains, while activity at the ports of Shanghai and Ningbo, two of the world's largest, have been shut down. Public attractions such as Shanghai Disneyland were closed. You're listening to RTHK. The time is coming up to five minutes past one. A huge wildfire in Northern California is compelling thousands of people to spend the weekend in evacuation centres. The Dixie wildfire is burning with such ferocity that it's making its own weather-generating lightning strikes. Here's the BBC's Peter Bowes in Los Angeles. Smoke from the fire is travelling far and wide and is even reaching the neighbouring state of Oregon where it's helping firefighters put out the country's largest blaze known as the bootleg fire south of Portland. A layer of smoke is blocking sunlight and creating cooler conditions making it easier for firefighters to gain ground on the blaze. But the phenomenon, known as smoke shading, is unpredictable and there are fears that high temperatures and wind gusts later in the weekend could fan the flames further. With a long, hot summer still ahead, these fires will challenge much of the western United States for many weeks to come. And now with the sports news, here's Todd Harding. We start at the Tokyo Olympics, where Hong Kong's Olympians had a bad start to the morning. Rower Winnie Hung was eliminated from the women's single skulls competition after she finished last in her quarter-final. And mixed table tennis pairing Wong Chung Ting and Du Hoi Kem were also eliminated at the quarter-final stage. In badminton, Tang Chun Man and Che Ying Sut were beaten two sets to love in the group play stage by China's Wang Yi Liu and Huang Dongping. In windsurfing, Michael Cheng finished third in the first of the men's RSX races, but Stephanie Norton came in 29th in the first of the women's laser radio races. Public opinion in Japan over the hosting of the Games appears to be improving after judoka Naohiso Takato won the host country's first gold medal yesterday, as the BBC's Mariko Oi reports. A lot of excitement about Japan's first gold medal won by Naohisa Takato. His face was all over the newspapers this morning, so a lot of excitement there. Uh, but I have to say, I can really sense that sport news headlines are now starting to dominate coverage here in Japan, which is exactly what the government was hoping for, because we've been talking about all the controversies and scandals, but now sport headlines overtaking. A total of 18 gold medals are up for grabs today, with the action having started early this morning. Japan's Yui Ohashi set the pool alight to win the host country's second Olympic gold in the women's 400 metres individual medley. Team USA's Emma Wayant took the silver, with fellow American Holly Flickinger the bronze. Australia have shattered the women's 4x100m freestyle world record to win gold, clocking 3 minutes 29.69 seconds to better their own mark set three years ago. Canada came second and the United States third. Also in the pool, Tunisian teenager Ahmed Hafnawi stunned the field to win the men's 400m freestyle gold. The 18-year-old raced a sizzling final 50 metres to overhaul Australian Jack McLaughlin and US swimmer Kieran Smith, who took bronze. 
Today's events include the first appearances at this year's Games for several sporting superstars. Here's the BBC's Sarah Mulcairins. In cycling, the women's road race takes place on Sunday with the current champion Anna van der Breggen representing the Netherlands for the final time at the Games before she retires. One of the biggest names in the world of sport will be making her first appearance at the Tokyo Games. Simone Biles, the most decorated US gymnast of all time, will lead her team in women's qualifying. And local favourite Naomi Osaka will begin her bid for a medal. It is Osaka's first match since withdrawing from the French Open because of mental health issues. Meanwhile, two-time defending Olympic tennis champion Andy Murray has withdrawn from the men's singles tournament due to a muscle injury. And world number one Ash Barty has crashed out of the women's singles in the opening round, losing in straight sets to Spain's Sara Soribes Toromo. Meanwhile, Olympics organisers have reported 10 new Olympics-related COVID-19 cases, bringing the disclosed total to 132. One of the latest stars to drop out of the Olympics because of a positive test is American golfer Bryson DeChambeau, who will be replaced in the US team by Patrick Reed. And that's our look at sports. And the weather today will be very hot with sunny periods. It'll become cloudy with isolated showers and thunderstorms later. There will be light winds. And in the next couple of days, it'll be very hot with a few showers, which will increase gradually with a few thunderstorms mid to later next week. Right now, it's 33 degrees Celsius with humidity at 67%. And to end the news, the top stories once again. The financial secretary says Hong Kong must make real progress towards solving its housing problem if it wants to get rid of subdivided flats by 2049. The government is accused of discriminating against young single people when it comes to allocating public housing. And sea, air and rail traffic is shut down across China's east coast as Typhoon Infa approaches. And you've been listening to the news on RTHK. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a journey by a journey which along the way will bring to you new color, new dimension, new value, and a new experience. Ladies and gentlemen, of the class of 99, wear sunscreen. If I could offer you only one tip for the future, sunscreen would be it. The long-term benefits of sunscreen have been proved by scientists, whereas the rest of my advice has no basis more reliable than my own meandering experience. I will dispense this advice now. Enjoy the power and beauty of your youth. Never mind. You will not understand the power and beauty of your youth until they've faded. But trust me, in 20 years, you'll look back at photos of yourself and recall in a way you can't grasp now how much possibility lay before you and how fabulous you really looked. You are not as fat as you imagine. Don't worry about the future or worry, but know that worrying is as effective as trying to solve an algebra equation by chewing bubblegum. The real troubles in your life are apt to be things that never crossed your worried mind, the kind that blindsides you at 4 p.m. on some idle Tuesday. Do one thing every day that scares you. Sing. 
Don't be reckless with other people's hearts. Don't put up with people who are reckless with yours. Floss. Don't waste your time on jealousy. Sometimes you're ahead. Sometimes you're behind. The race is long. And in the end, it's only with yourself. Remember compliments you receive. Forget the insults. If you succeed in doing this, tell me how. Keep your old love letters. Throw away your old bank statements. Stretch. Don't feel guilty if you don't know what you want to do with your life. The most interesting people I know didn't know at 22 what they wanted to do with their lives. Some of the most interesting 40-year-olds I know still don't. Get plenty of calcium. Be kind to your knees. You'll miss them when they're gone. Maybe you'll marry. Maybe you won't. Maybe you'll have children. Maybe you won't. Maybe you'll divorce at 40. Maybe you'll dance the funky chicken on your 75th wedding anniversary. Whatever you do, don't congratulate yourself too much. Or berate yourself either. Your choices are half chance. So are everybody else's. Enjoy your body. Use it every way you can. Don't be afraid of it or what other people think of it. It's the greatest instrument you'll ever own. Dance. Even if you have nowhere to do it but in your own living room. Read the directions, even if you don't follow them. Do not read beauty magazines. They will only make you feel ugly. Get to know your parents. You never know when they'll be gone for good. Be nice to your siblings. They're your best link to your past and the people most likely to stick with you in the future. Understand that friends come and go, but with a precious few, you should hold on. Work hard to bridge the gaps in geography and lifestyle, because the older you get, the more you need the people you knew when you were young. Live in New York City once, but leave before it makes you hard. Live in Northern California once, but leave before it makes you soft. Travel. Accept certain inalienable truths. Prices will rise. Politicians will philander. You too will get old. And when you do, you'll fantasize that when you were young, prices were reasonable, politicians were noble, and children respected their elders. Respect your elders. Don't expect anyone else to support you. Maybe you have a trust fund. Maybe you'll have a wealthy spouse. You never know when either one might run out. Don't mess too much with your hair, or by the time you're 40, it will look 85. 